Welcome to Three Letter Thursdays, a Marvel Street podcast. Hello, James. Hello. Hey. Hey, everyone. We've, uh, this is Thursday. Three Letter Thursdays. Mm. <laughs> How are you, boys? Good. We got that right, at least. Yes, great. we have. <laughs> We've got James here. Um, Yo. One of our friends and part of the Marvel Street Coffee family from Sydney um, to join us. Um, thanks for coming down. And Christine. Hello, Christine. <laughs> We're short on mics and headphones, so sorry about that. But if just feel free to lean in and talk. Good week. Got that bar going. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was it looks like, great. It's ninety nine percent there now. Yeah, it's that was a moment. Spot. That was a moment this morning, like plugging the water in, turning the tap on, yeah. powered up, powered up. It's like a Frankenstein given life. Yeah, it was exactly yeah, that. Yeah. Exactly. It's been weeks and weeks and weeks in. In building, yeah, to get it there, and it's alive. It's alive. so awesome, it's alive. and it works, and it's safe because it's got a steel frame, and it's got for you tech people out there. It's like it's got three phase power running to it, and three forty amp circuits, and it's all earthed out. So if something was to go wrong, it's super safe. Awesome. But there's a lot of power going to that bar. Yeah, so we could, you know, we could run two boilers and a batch brewer and uh, and an espresso machine yeah. and a mocha master and an induction cooktop. And they can all heat up at the same time. Simultaneously. <laughs> without, crazy. without a fire. <laughs> and, and talking about fires, talking about fires, um, yeah. sad news this week, Pil- oh. Pilgrim Coffee in Hobart, we were there last week, or the boys were there last week for the Aeropress Champs judging, and it was like the last hurrah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, cool was, that still, was... Still can't get over it. Like. Yeah, it was really surreal to me, like hearing the news and seeing the photo of... Of, of Pilgrim all burnt out yeah. and um, kind of obviously devastating for yeah. for, for Will and, and all oh. the employees who, who are a very passionate crew down there but from I saw I saw the I saw the like um, the photo but I didn't see Pilgrim Coffee and I thought and I said you know like Cafe Burns Down in Hobart I'm like that, that's not going to be that's not going to be Pilgrim and then it was Pilgrim and I was like my heart sunk because yeah. I know how much work Will and I mean, you used to work there, Mike. Hey, yeah, yeah. It's really wild to think that one we were there two days before it happened, and that also like the places, like they'll be able to they'll be able to rebuild. I'm sure, um, but it's going to be a there's it's like there's five hundred thousand dollars worth of damage. Wow, estimated. So it's like a it's a full job. To I hope that the building hasn't been compromised. That would be disastrous. Well, it's a big sandstone building, so I'm sure some of the f- like the timber framework in between yeah. is is probably so, so not looking good. So lucky that no one, no one got caught in there. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, there was. I mean, and it's also lucky that there were people still there closing up the other shop next door, which is a bar, because they, as they were closing, they noticed the fire. Wow! And they would have called. They they called the the fire brigade, which is one block away, like literally one block. And even by the time they were there, the place was. Um, engulfed yeah yeah because it's got like um on the su- one side wall there's uh perspex covering the timber frame but in between that is like wood chip wood shavings as an insulation and wow. that's where the fire started i think with a, a faulty fridge so um yeah. that would have just been kindling for it everyone out there check your power mm. Yeah, you know, like yeah, do it right as well. Do it right, yeah, absolutely. Well, that's why I got James. Yeah. James in to do this bar properly. <laughs> I, you know, like 
There's a, there's two circuit breakers there, two circuit boards, a circuit board protecting the circuit board, protecting the wiring. Yeah, everything's fused and double switched and everything's like, there's leg, RCDs leg, legit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. James, hello. Yeah. Nice, so nice to have you, man. Thanks, thanks, thanks for, having for us. turning up and being happy to come onto the podcast. Oh, it's my pleasure. Your hospitality's been amazing as well. Thanks, mate. So yours is always amazing as well when we come to Sydney. Yeah, and we're lucky enough to come on Raven's birthday as well. Yeah. Happy birthday, Raven. <laughs> yeah. Raven's two today, everyone, so stoked about that. She yeah. woke up. She said, my birthday, you happy birthday. It's <laughs> 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 pretty cool. Uh, um, thanks, man. Um, you know, James runs uh, uh, a cafe in Sydney, which is kind of my dream cafe. And that I can walk in and order anything off the menu and it's all vegan. Um, majority gluten-free? Is it all gluten-free? No, no, no. No, no, no. We use a lot of gluten. A lot of gluten. So yep. it, is, it is. So it's just, just vegan. Just vegan, yeah. A vegan cafe. So, 100%, yeah. Um, and serves Malf Street. Um, black, white, and no milk. No mm-hmm. dairy. No dairy. I've got to tell, milk. tell you, I tell a lot of people. Sorry, about- can I just say that again? Sorry. When I say milk, I mean like I know. cow's milk. Yeah, right? no, but cow's milk. And that's why we and, reference and with it with an I, not with a Y. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> so, so, so no dairy. Yep, no dairy, Vegan no cow's set. milk. We get people coming in all the time and ordering a latte. And we just turn it around to them and we're like, listen, we don't have any cow's milk. And we leave the ball in their court. And then we, we obviously offer them soy milk as our standard. And then they di- we direct them to the other options yeah. if they don't like soy or they don't prefer soy. I, I brag about you guys to a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, you guys are absolutely crushing it on a coffee front from uh, the perspective of a place that 50 does squ- not... 50 square metres, <coughs> tidy. In Surrey Hills, tidy, surrounded tidy. by like specialty everywhere. Totally. Yeah. And but you, are, you, know, you every, are doing super specialty, I see. Every yeah. cafe yeah. serves yeah. 80% of their coffees on dairy. Yeah, and people think... And you don't that do it's dairy. Not, yeah, it's not possible, but every time they say, oh, well, you don't have dairy... Or we don't have cow's milk. We're just like, listen, come to shift, see what it's like, and you'll see. Like, there's there's so many options. There's no reason to continue an unsustainable practice like that. Yeah. But also, coffee and milk is a coffee drink. So, where's a coffee drink? It's not. It's actually not in my world. It's not coffee. For me, coffee is like coffee and water. That's yep. coffee. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's a coffee drink. So you know whether you go down the street, get a double shot with some sugar, or you get some really clean, sweet coffee, and there's no sugar, and and it and it's got milk in it. You know, it's a coffee beverage. You know, and, and I don't think, like, I think you guys do a great job of serving, you know, alternate milks in a way that you it's non-confrontational. Like, it's it's not confronting. Someone can walk in, order a milk coffee, and it's not dairy, but it tastes awesome. Yeah, and, and that was a, milk, a bit of a battle it's, it's as well. Still a, it's still a milk drink. Yeah, because we, awesome. we could have gone down the route of um, making our own almond milk, almond macadamia, Brazil. We could have made a million... Different yeah, variations on that, and then you get stuck with the whole. First of all, we don't do cow's milk. Then we make our own milk, and then people are just left with too many issues and too many too many hurdles to pass. So, yeah. I just wanted to make it as easy and as quick as possible yeah. to show them that that veganism is accessible and it's delicious, as easy and as as, as possible. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think you've done that really well. Thanks. So, so, so sh- sorry. What's what's like the percentage of people who turn around and go, "Oh, no, thank you." Oh. They don't always say no, thank you. Oh. <laughs> but um, we talked about that. We yeah, talked, yeah, we we talked, talked about, about that earlier. Morning, <laughs> that was quite funny. One, one good story. <laughs> but um, I'd love to hear that actually. He, yeah, <laughs> we, no, we just had someone that came in and we told him we don't have we don't have cow's milk. And I think, which which is the intention when I, when we do say cow's milk to to bring it to light, um, it brought it to his attention, and he turned around and he goes, "You effing wanker!" 
And I'm like, really? Like, he, he took real offense to the fact that we don't have cow's milk. And I, I found that, like, empowering and also a bit funny as well. Yeah, yeah that's it's quite, weird. It's quite funny. Eh? Yeah. I mean, he must have been super excited to come and drink coffee at your establishment. Yeah, cool place. And, uh, and, then, and then be turned away because he couldn't have cow's milk. Mm. I mean, wow. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. You know, but, I mean, I, I, you know, you're always, you're always that guy that's, um, you know got great hospitality and you know you've, you've got good communication skills so yeah, yeah you've got to I, meet. I, I imagine that many people that walk through the door would try an alternate milk because you have that skill yeah and they do and back to the question it was i think we get about 10 to 15 percent of people that walk out when they don't get a dairy or cow's milk latte yeah but i mean the 10 and that, th- that's that's nothing because when you look at the statistics done by like roy morgan and when you look at the statistics there's 85 percent of the population will try veganism vegetarian they will try different foods and there's 15 percent of people that are just fixed in their ways yeah mm. so mm. if you're Especially meeting with that, their coffee yeah well just in general they, yeah. they've found how, yeah. how many people i mean i remember being uh at that at the forefront of coffee when we were doing double ristretto shots <laughs> and 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 someone would come in because i have a double riz espresso and there was this there was this moment where we went oh we don't do double riz we just do single shot and they would walk out you know, I mean, it's the same because because oh, we, you know, they, you guys haven't got what we want. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But no, we do, and it's better, mm-hmm. and it's tastier. But then it, we got really good at the translation. It was like, sure, we can make you a short espresso. Exactly. Yeah. And then, and, and, and and we would just give them a single shot espresso, and they wouldn't know the difference between a single shot and a double. So the, you know, the, the, if someone wants a double is, it's fine. No worries. We we'll just give them a single shot espresso. And as long as it's sweet, clean, and awesome, then there's no other explanation that needs to happen. It's like that's my interpretation of the beverage that you want, you know. Yep. And that fixed it. And we have to do that as well. So we get people coming in that are that are latte drinkers, and they just say, oh, they get stuck. They don't want to go somewhere else. They're in there already. They're they're committed. And I'm, I'll just be like, we'll just make you a coffee. If you don't like it, let me know. Otherwise, enjoy. Yeah. And 99 percent of the people just walk out and they're satisfied. Yeah. With, I, I, with I love I love how you don't give stuff away for free as well i think that's great i think it's important that they make the decision to, to drink it and mm-hmm. and they pay for it yep and then they committed yeah know? i think that's really nice yeah you've got to put you've got to get them to commit to the sale to the purchase and then that way they they're invested mm. and then they actually have a decision whether they like it or not yeah. for next time and for <laughs> whenever else they have to and don't get a chance that, to buy the decisions from. based on taste not based on free free exactly yeah you, yeah. you, you yeah. Very, very much devalue that <clears throat> decision your business I hope, I hope that's okay if i say this out loud is that um is is successful like beyond a lot of that's what's well, the one our phones that's fine that's mine <laughs> um no worries um like your your cafe is more six is, is in the upper success rate of a lot of our cafes as far as volumes concerned and and you know all of our cafes do a great job you know i feel but um, um, what I'm trying to get at is that, is that you're, you're, such a, you're such in a niche market. I mean, even though you know, veganism is like on trend now, the word vegan is actually trendy. But, but you know, you're in that niche and you're committing to it and you're doing really well. And, and that's something that I really like you to talk to our, our listeners to about being committed to your niche, the balance between... Um, um, your ideas and your ideal and what you serve so that you're profitable. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I found this within like the first two days of opening. 
um, you hear a lot of times like when you listen to podcasts or when you listen to people talking about success they say do what you're passionate at and the money will come and the people will come and just do it and just live it and breathe it and um and people before we opened were like you got to use dairy you've got to use cheese you've just do something like to get people in and obviously we wouldn't so um when we opened up the first two days and we were busy it was just like fuck these people are right yeah like you can do what you believe in and people would come through that door and they yeah. started they came through the door straight away but they and don't, they continued. They they're going to get there's, there's no confused messages. There's, not, there's, no, no, yeah. there's, there's the guys not walking and going, can I have a ham and cheese sandwich? Then, there's the, then on, the, on the flip side, the, the people that don't want the cheese, they don't want a chopping board that's been used with cheese and then being cut, you know, their sandwich or whatever, cut yeah. on the same chopping board. I, I, I know I don't, right? Yeah. If I go to a vegan course, restaurant, yeah. I would, you know, I'd like it to be authentic. And the more authentic it is, the more happy I'm go, you know, prepared to go, the more money I'm prepared to spend and, you know... Uh, you know, we still go to cafes that are vegan, of course, mm. but, but, you know, um, uh, interesting. Have, have you compromised to open or was it like zero compromise? Like, yeah, for me, it was, it was pretty much, it was zero compromise. Yeah. yeah. We, um, dairy would have been the easy, easy route yeah. for coffee. And especially in Surrey Hills, you've got like that big specialty coffee market. So it's ma- as massive and to do non-dairy specialty coffee in a small place that doesn't have any food that meets the market was, um, was yeah, was a stubborn sort of, like, a strong, yeah, risk, risky yeah. act, yeah. And I it was good. I think you, Christine, you had a <coughs> uh, integral part in those, those decisions to start. Yeah. I mean, I'd, he definitely came to me with advice in the beginning. but Takeaway cups was one? Takeaway cups, yes. <laughs> But in terms of it being vegan and not vegan, because whether or not the food's vegan, if you're serving dairy, it's not vegan. Yeah. Um, we would never, we would, we never even considered it as an option because that was the line. Yeah. The line was plant a plant based plant based menu. Yeah. Yeah, and that's it. And we didn't, we don't have vegan written on the menu, or oh, sorry, not on the menu. On the menu we do, but on the signage and outdoors we don't. We want to. I want people to come in because it's it's another cafe. Yeah. It's another food outlet. Um, but, but come in. Just walking through the door yep. has a certain amount of commitment by the by the by the the customer. Mm-hmm. Right? Just to walk in, yeah, you know, it and takes we've a certain a, amount of effort, right? And we've got a ramp as well, so you have yeah. to walk like ten meters before yeah, yeah. you're, you're confronted with the decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then to walk out is another big decision, yeah, which is which is by accident, but it's also been a, a godsend because people, if if you're going to walk out and if you're that like addicted sort of to what you need then it's a mission to walk out. So it's, a, it's double a decision to walk out. So yeah. it's great, yeah. I've walked all this way. Yeah. I've walked 50 exactly. metres down this ramp. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to get my coffee. That's why that guy swore at me. <laughs> 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 what the part you didn't hear was, I've got to walk back up that ramp. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's awesome. But yeah, just sticking, sticking to our guns was, is awesome. And I found a super great team. I've got an excellent you, chef. You have got the same head chef that you start with. Yeah, I've got... Awesome. The same, almost the same team that we started with, yeah. except minus one, one or two. That's kudos to you, man. That's yeah. Yeah, so tough to do that. Year, yeah. You must be doing something very right there. Well, there's a, like I said, again, the product. They believe in the product as well. So you've got to stick to your gun so that way your staff know what you're about. And yeah. people, they turn around to me all the time and they're like, oh, maybe you should have just not said that to the guy or not done that or certain occasions. And it's just like, no, like we have to stick to it because they need to know what we believe in and we need to believe in what we believe in as well. We can't cut corners or do anything like that. So I think they really buy into it and it's awesome. Yeah, that's, that's great to hear. I, I love what you say right there and stand, sticking by your guns and this is what I believe in. 
I certainly see a lot of the same thing in you, Nico, and I and I constantly think, oh, I wouldn't have said that, <laughs> but but I'm constantly sorry. Uh, don't be sorry. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm constantly like like it's awesome to stick to your guns. I, I kind of don't have the balls like I'm a people pleaser. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but well, I, I love yeah. to see people like yourself and Nico who who are prepared to like no, like, this is the line in the sand, and like you know I believe in this, and yeah. and that's that. At the but moment, that's part of being. Oh, I hate to use the word because everyone uses it now. It's like authentic. Is is that you? You got to have your reason, and then you got to go for it. And every time you, every time you, you chip away at that reason, then you know you, the more homogenous you become. Yeah. And, well, it just and, makes and, more decisions mm-hmm. for you as, yeah. as well. If you I just mean, have the one decision that you make, and like yeah. this is where I, yeah, I, I mean, draw that I mean, you look at the times that I have, you know, sworn or like or moved off the path and bent. It's always been. It's always come back. You know, yes, you know it's always come yes. back like well that was going to happen right. Yes, you know definitely. You know, and with the staff thing as well, we um so we only hire vegan people at the moment as well, and that's I think that's super important because how do you, how do you how do you advertise for that? Eh, I I write I just write vegan simple yeah. yeah it's not it's not we're a vegan cafe so um I just write vegan barista wanted yeah. or whatever you do yeah and then people come in people come in with resumes all the time that are just either traveling or yeah. coming around and I had a um, I had one person come in once and I said show me your resume it was good I go are you vegan because usually they know that we're a vegan yeah. cafe when they come in um, and she says oh no and I'm like okay cool because we only hire vegan people she's like really why and she was offended the fact that we only wanted to hire vegan people but it was important for me to to stick to that as well and my staff turned around to me she's like oh maybe you should um, think about hiring non-vegans and I'm like well if they were if they understood veganism which I want everyone that works there to understand it to be able to send that message then they would be vegan in my yeah. eyes so maybe, you can't maybe you could hire uh, carnivorous people in um, in conversion organic in conversion you could convert people and then you, you could spread that to yeah. their family as well so there's <laughs> benefits that come with both yeah what 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 what, what do you see um as a positive to being a hundred percent plant based in, in the cafe, do you see? Do you see like it in your customers? Are they happy and are yeah, they, are they genuinely like good? I mean, you've you've been in the coffee industry for a long time. You've mm-hmm. served a lot of people. Yep. What are you? What's your customer base? Yeah, like? I've been in it for about fifteen years, I think, or sixteen years. Oh, no, fourteen the other way. Um, and I've never had appreciation and thanks given to me so many times and so often than I have at Shift. Yeah. People walk out and they just they'll have their food and they'll just be. Just be in awe, and they'll be like, "Thank you so yeah. much for opening this up." Yeah. So many people traveling from far away just to come because. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, that's a big compliment. That one. Yeah, so, you, you, so you, you were very much that. a destination as well yeah. as. You, you like, wouldn't get that if you were this thing in between, like if you did kind of. No. Like where the cafes yeah. in this town, they're oh, in between, you, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, if you well, you, 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 you go to a vegan cafe in this town in Byron, and you will get dairy milk, mm-hmm. which is like. You know, it's so. So there is some confusion there, right? You should yeah. even if you go to a, a vegan restaurant, you should be vegan. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, and that's why it's, it and, is destination uh, cafe because and, people want to see it in action. They're like, "Fuck, it really exists." Like, yeah, and, and you can get you, and you've got great. on your menu. You've got like a um, bacon egg roll, right? Yeah, we've got one. Yeah, bacon uh, but, egg bagel. Yeah, bacon egg bagel. So on, the, on the menu is bacon egg bagel. But what? But what? No, it's on the menu as the best vegan bacon egg bagel in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> and, 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 and so, so when someone orders that, what happens? Um, and which way if they don't know it's vegan? Because it says vegan, it does say. But one day, there yeah, was but some the people sign, don't know what vegan is. In one day, the sign wasn't up. 
so um, this lady walked in and she like, she's like, is that the only one that you have? Because there was one left. And, and I looked at her and I said, yeah, why? She's like, I don't like when my eggs and my bacon have been out all day. It was about, it was about 12 o'clock. So they've been out for four hours. And I'm like, I look at her and I'm like, I didn't see the sign. I'm like, sorry. It's a vegan bacon egg bagel. And she's like, oh, see ya. <laughs> so, 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 so how do you make the so egg? I sold it it's good because that means it looked like it and she was convinced so yeah, that's awesome but she that was a compliment it. she did eat it no 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 she, she was, so, ne- so what, she was so, never eating it. so that. what's the egg uh, the egg's made of um, almond milk and agar in the white and then you've got quinoa flakes nutritional yeast oil and a couple other things the, the key is um, black salt so, which gives it that sulfur taste and it makes it look and taste it doesn't make it look it makes it taste like a uh, boiled egg yeah, right. Yeah. And, and the bacon? The bacon's gluten-based, tofu, beans, and spices, yeah. and veggies, and beetroot, yeah. And, and it's, it's just made into like a patty kind of thing, is it? Yeah, you make it into like a, I don't know, a rectangular prism, and then you can slice it. You oh, steam yeah, it right. and you slice it. It's, yeah. like, it's like, a, like a slab of tofu. Or so you get yeah, like a slab of bacon. You make it in the same shape, yeah, and then right. you can just so you, you guys layer it. And, and you, you make that in-house. House. And you, yeah, we make a lot of stuff in-house. And, house you, sp- and you smoke it? Yeah, or you, or you, you put smoking stuff in it? Yeah, both. So we've tried smoking it with a gun, like a... A, uh, a breville smoking gun yeah a breville smoking gun and then you've got different <laughs> flavors like, but it was just yeah, yeah it was just difficult yeah. it was just too time consuming yeah. yeah but you can you, you can put like smoke drops in there yeah you've got yeah. liquid smoke yeah liquid, liquid smoke liquid smoke I love liquid mm. smoke it's so good what <laughs> <laughs> if it's as carcinogenic as regular smoke I don't think so but it uh, yeah yeah it's, it's not it's not like a whole food but yeah. it's there yeah that serves its purpose yeah it's good so good so, in beans yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're um your like motto, I guess, James is is make the shift. Yeah, making the shift. Making so it's, the a pro- it's a process. I so. never knew. And I, I, like, you, I've only just got that. Yeah, thank you. Have, have <laughs> I'm you, so slow. So many people. So many people <laughs> so say that. Slow. Oh shift! <laughs> <laughs> Not like a car. Okay, cool. <laughs> That's a swift, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> have you seen many of your regulars actually go full vegan? Since yeah, starting? Oh, we've had it. We've had. Like, I don't know how many there have been that haven't told us, but I said, like, there's been a lot that have told us. Mm-hmm. And they, um, like I said, they just come to you all the time. They're like, thanks for, thanks for opening up a vegan place and showing me what vegan food is. I had no idea. Yeah. I just thought it was salad. It's I thought so it was approachable. Greens, yeah. and that, it's so approachable. And, and that's what we tried when we yeah. started. One of, my, one, one of my key words was recognizable. Because if yeah. you make vegan food that's like whole foodie and like crazy yeah. superfoods that people don't, haven't even heard of, yeah. that's just going to deter them even more. Yeah, so yeah. you need to... Bring them in, meet a them, spirulina, meet them a spirulina where smoothie bowl. Yeah, you're like, yeah, exactly. What the fuck's that? I think one thing <laughs> I'll, I'll be. I'm right. Thanks. <laughs> you do awesome. Is that like as you said, you make it recognizable. Uh, you make it approachable, approachable. in the ca- yeah. cafe. But sometimes people leave a cafe going, "Oh, I can't do that stuff at home." But then you've got a fridge as you walk out, yeah. full of small yeah. goods for people to take home. Yeah, yeah that's a big Jesus part. Of stuff. Say, oh, I can mm-hmm. just buy that tempeh and then you yeah. know buy all these vegan cheese or but, but, sauerkraut hey, and go home how, and make it. But how good is that, right? Like so. So, you, you know, you've then created this cafe. I mean, no, okay. It's a resource. Let, I, let, I call let, it a resource because that's what Let's it is. go back a step, right? Yeah. So, think about it. Yeah. We go to cafes and we get avocado on toast or a poached egg on toast and a coffee and you pay for it and it's 20 bucks. Right? It's so doable at home, mm-hmm. isn't mm. it? But that's totally. so, that is so doable. Totally. You, know, you, you actually go out. You, you, you go out. So you don't have to wash the dishes. You go out for laziness, <laughs> really, and, and, and the experience. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But primarily, you know, it's it, it's it's not about the food per se. No. You know what I mean? Like, because you can create that at home. But some of your food, you know, it's so time-consuming to prepare in 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 the fashion that you've you've prepared it, especially your bacon egg roll. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, that, you know, you've created something that it's kind of like the eggs Betty of the day, you know, back, yeah. in, the, back in the day. Like, you and know, it's you not know, the, possible the, the, to do it home easily. That's right. That's yeah. right. You know, so uh, that's really cool. It's not just avocado and toast or no. sprouts and quinoa or, or, or so that's really cool, man. Yep. Yeah, it is. It's awesome. And people, people really appreciate it. And like us, like we were saying, there's a deli on the way out. So that, that gives people the opportunity to, even if they can't make the, the, um, the vegan meat at home or the egg, you can purchase something that will help you. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I think it's important. People do use that a lot as, as a resource to come in and, and figure out like, all right, cool. What, what do I eat? There's a menu. What do I drink? There's, yeah. there's great coffee. What do I do? I take this home and, and I'm set. Yeah. And there's no questions. And, and five days a week, someone comes to your cafe and eat, eat plant-based. And two days a week, they can go home and eat not plant-based. Yeah. And, and that's still better for the world. Exactly, yeah. You know, better for mm. one's health and yep. better for the world. One meal there, yeah. You know, every, every even, just, even just once a week, if, if, if you were to just, not, just eat 100% plant-based, it's better for the world. Yep. That's where I started, man. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you've got to make it easy for yourself. It's a big, big, big change. The indoctrination is real. Like, there's so much that goes on. And then changing that. But on all levels, right? Yep. Yeah, fr- well, from, so from, many levels. From yeah. how, you, how your fridge is prepared and how you, how you, how you shop, where, where you go. shop, where you, who you socialize with. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so, but you know, you can just go to shift and everyone can enjoy. You know, people that aren't plant-based can still enjoy the food. Yep. And go out, the and bit, go out for lunch for, for, for steak if they want. You see... Um, when when there's like say ten ten vegan people in the in the restaurant at the same time, and then a non-vegan person comes in and says, "Hi, can I get a chicken sandwich?" And then you see everyone just turn and look and wait for my reaction. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, we make we make the chicken though. Is that okay? <laughs> How's the chicken made? Yeah. Tofu, uh, jackfruit. So jackfruit. it's gluten oh, free. Yeah. yeah, yep, jackfruit. Mm. Do you actually process the jackfruit yourself? Yeah, that's a bad one. I've tried it? that. So you got yeah. It's so hard. You know how many times I've the, failed? The guys and The bigger it. the fruit, the better yeah. it is. Right? Oh, no, no, not from scratch. No, 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 no way. Uh, I, I, even even canned, you still have to break it apart. It's so yeah, hard. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. No, we get canned. You have to. <laughs> I bought some Cryvac yep. uh, stuff the other day and put mm. it in a salad. And yeah, it was very floral. It would have been. But, but you didn't but, cook but, it, but, you didn't bake it, you didn't do anything with it. I just heat it up with some water. And oh, wow. Yeah, yeah no. <laughs> you need, it, need, it, just need some flavor, yeah. yeah. And that's what I don't want people to do. I don't want them to see vegan food as this thing. All right, cool, jackfruit. I'm going to try jackfruit. And they try it and it's rubbish and they never go vegan because of that one time they tried yeah, something yeah. horrible. So I tell people, bring your friends that aren't vegan to shift. Yeah. Let them see once that it's great and it's amazing and tasty. And then they can go on their own journey. Yeah. But and, that, and that's, can, that's and, the big And they keep coming back. Yeah, our taste buds are the... Are the the gateway to to their veganism yeah, yeah. Awesome. I feel like that happens with soy all the time like people have tried soy once upon a time 10 years ago when it was and you grow bad boobs was, if you drink soy you grow, you yeah, grow bad boobs it <laughs> makes you sterile soy and like coffee and they heated it up like dairy milk which you shouldn't and they're like no soy's rubbish I'm never trying soy again and then they come in they're like sorry we don't do dairy we use soy they're like oh soy we're like have you Try it here, just try it here. Yeah, try it properly, yeah. Try it properly. How good is our coffee with soil? Mm -hmm. Mm. It's like wild, right? It just becomes... You should call them soy throwdowns. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they don't last long. And like, could you keep the temp a little bit lower Mm -hmm. because of the, you know, the the, the splitting. The splitting, it's like... I don't know, a soy throwdown for me is just the best. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing. Totally. It's like I used to pay it's dangerous. Dangerous. False breakfast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah but there was a whole thing about, you know, oh. double decaf soy latte. Friggin' soy ginger. History of you, man. History of me. Because you're, you're a coffee person. Before that, yeah. You know, you know a lot of people that we know and 
Um, I learned coffee a long time and, ago. And you used our coffee somewhere before you opened Shift. Yeah, I, exactly. I remember the phone call. I was yeah. so excited when you rang and said, hey, we want to use your coffee. I'm opening a... Yeah, that was a long phone call, that one. Was it? It was about an hour and a half, I think we I spoke. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> it I started remember. off as like a coffee call. And then I remember walking around the backyard about 20 times. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. That's most yeah. of my phone calls are like that. Yeah. No, it was I only get to about three a day because of it. <laughs> <laughs> if that. The, the motorbike gets polished halfway through a photo. Yeah. <laughs> You've seen that, right? Yeah. <laughs> Why is the table so clean? Yeah. <laughs> There's a little hole worn. Uh, yeah, so the history yeah, of me, I guess I started, I learned coffee at, at Novotel, like in a hotel. Really? Yeah, on a... On a That's an, where you get your hospitality skills from? On a San Marino with Andronicus. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I, know, I got my hospitality skills when I was 14. I started at KFC. Yeah, right. Yeah, Dunkin' Chicken, what which is, is a good little right. gateway to veganism. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and then I worked in restaurants and cafes, and then hotel we learned coffee, and then I really enjoyed coffee, so I got several jobs in just different cafes learning and then ended up at All Press. I was there for about a year and a half on the bar. Learned uh, a little is bit. that at Epson? Was it Epson? Yeah, yeah. That's what I'd met you before. Yeah? yeah. Maybe. What well, was probably like 2005, long time. Five, six? No, no, no. I went there after that. Like 9, 10 or 10, 11. Right, I didn't meet you there. Yeah. So then I was there for a bit, learned, learned a lot, went away. I'm like, fuck this. I'm opening up my own place. Bought a place in the city, like a little takeaway sort of sandwich bar. Um, Where was that? It was in a, in a building, like a lobby cafe. Right. Yeah. And that was in, on Macquarie Street. So that was for about two and a half, three years. Did that. Sold that. Took a break. I'm like, all right, cool. What, what, what else is there to life? So I started exploring like how I could be better, how I could do better and, and what that means. And um, started with diet and then it, ex- then it explored to like a more of an existential crisis sort of exploration. And that's how I ended up vegan. And then, then I'm like, fuck, what do I do now? How do I go vegan and with all my hospitality experience um so it took me about two years to to grow the balls and to actually realize that i can i can do this and i can bring about like a sort of a revolution in in hospitality where we can actually have totally vegan places that don't have dairy they don't have cheese they don't have anything um and that's what led me to open shift just had to look for the good spot yeah yeah and then now it's been about 10 months no, it's been about 11 months since we opened, and it's just gone from strength to strength. It's amazing, the support that we've had from everyone. Um, you need a bigger venue. The staff. Venue. Pardon? Yeah, need I need... a bigger venue. Well, yeah, we need a bigger venue, but it's also, it's also great to be so, so close. Yeah. You know what I mean? When we have those conversations, everyone's close. Everyone hears everything. Like, it's nice. It's such a good community vibe, yeah. and I think the customers really dig that. And once you go too you, big... You know what? Just, you get out of To hand. walk in, to walk in and sit down and... Uh, and drink coffee. We, when I went there last week, you were serving the Billy and Weeda Bio yeah. Bay coffee. Oh, awesome. yeah. and, um, and to look at the menu and go, ha, I can have anything on this menu. Mm-hmm. It feels like I was at Cafe Gratitude in LA. Yeah. You know, you it's go, like, yeah. every, like anything I pick here, That's I, such, I can eat. That is such a liberating feeling, yeah. isn't it? It's yeah. like freedom. I'm not going to kill an animal. Especially after you know? going vegan. Like we've, we used to have that feeling. So to, re, to refine that freedom... It's amazing. And that's what people, that's what we all experience as well when we go to vegan places, yeah. And they're popping up everywhere in Sydney. What's the Sydney scene like? Sydney scene. Sydney scene's amazing. Like, there, there are a lot opening up. There's a lot Matthew of Matthew Kenny opened up, up the, under yeah. license at um, Alibi. Yep. Yeah, yeah there's Have you that. been? Yeah. yeah, I've been. Good? Yeah, it was good. Spectacular or good? You can be honest. Um, there's only 200 people listening to this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say spectacular, but a bit better than good. Yeah, good. Yeah. 
I'd like to go to one of his restaurants because yeah. I think, I think yeah, this, this is the last one. Because I actually had a pretty good, is like, it? I enjoyed myself, but I've heard more mixed things about it. Like, a few of my friends have gone and they didn't enjoy it. They yeah. said it's. Maybe misunderstood? Yeah, maybe. Like, they said it was just a lot of cold dishes, not many. <laughs> It's called raw. Well, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a raw. Yeah, I know. Um, Sorry, I made a laugh like yeah. that. <laughs> it's, um, um, but yeah, no, I enjoyed myself. Oh, it was like literally the first week it opened, and Matthew Kenny was it, actually there when oh. I was there. So yeah, it was good. He's got a good story. Have you heard some of his podcasts? Or some of his interviews? No, no, I haven't heard any of them. No, he was he was like a. <clears throat> um, uh, you know, a restaurateur in the States had 20 restaurants, you know, and then I think he got sick. Don't quote me on this. Listen to the podcast. Um, and, you know, realized that veganism was the way for him to get healthy again, reduce inflammation, you know, and, you know, obviously business and stress and age mm-hmm. all weighing down. And then, so he, he wiped the slate clean and then started opening vegan restaurants. Yep. But the only way that he, he had no vegan chefs. So, so then he had opened a school. So then, empowered or everyone that wanted to leave and, and open their own cafe um, uh, by supporting, I think. Yeah. You know, and so built this culture of, you know, plant-based chefs. That's uh, interesting, actually, because I get, I get so many people that, um, that come into Shift with resumes and they want to they want to work in a vegan cafe because they're vegan and they, they're passionate about the movement and they want to help people go vegan yeah. and they don't have any experience. And that's what I think happens a lot with, with veganism and people that open up establishments that yeah. are vegan but they without, don't have without experience the chef. yeah, without, yeah. The chef, without a chef without, without them chef. even having any hospital experience yeah. and that's why you say this place is open yeah. and closed right yes and, and, that's, and, that's, and, and also the, that message is delivered poorly right sometimes yeah the fit the outs thing. aren't right exactly right i think it you know for it to work it's got to look like a mm-hmm. cafe and a restaurant it's yeah. just got to look like a not a weird ass mm-hmm. hippie purple, not like a house purple yeah. and green yeah. plywood pink fucking and that was a big with fairies hanging from the roof it can't be that i mean it can be that there's only not in Sydney. <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah. maybe in Nimbin. Yeah. Like, yeah. That works in Nimbin. And right? there's only so you know, much like, space. You know, like like the, the, the place in town here is awesome. The food's amazing. Yes. Yeah, Alexa. Alexa. Yeah. Yeah. But it's pretty confronting to walk past. Yeah, like because like going to like you know like Disneyland. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, well, you know, not Disneyland, yeah. but like Raven goes in there and just loses her shit because <laughs> yeah. because it's like, it's like green and purple. And it's like, like something out like, of the Far Away Tree. Yeah, yeah. Which is yeah. Awesome. You're just waiting for them yeah, to and turn you can on have the UV that. lights and it turns into like a disco. <laughs> <laughs> one, or, one or two of those places is fine, but they can't all look like that. No. And that was with, with Shift as well. I was like pretty adamant that it can't look <clears throat> like that. It needs yeah. to look like a cafe. People need to come in and then make their own decision whether they want to eat there or not. Yeah. So, so coffee, Sydney, Sydney coffee scene. What's that like? Abundant. <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of coffee. Again, there's a lot of cafes. There's a lot of people doing it with and without experience. So you get a bit of both. But um, but it's just amazing to be able to go so many places and get great great coffee in Sydney. So we live in Marrickville and we don't have to go far at all to to get a coffee. Oh, Tap's been serving us. Tap at Marrickville. Oh, have they? Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah, you probably. yeah, yeah, yeah. Not far. Um, okay, so we'll talk about the mm. Eleven Star. The Eleven Star <laughs> Cafe experience. Mm. Maybe this one. Just, just explain it. Mm. Off you go. <laughs> yeah, cool. Oh, well, this came from a. We were, we've all sort of listened to this podcast on um, the guys from Air, who started Airbnb, and they they often talk about their 
11 star or his 11 star experience and and what is that and you know you you turn up turn up turn up to the airport and get picked up by a limo on the way back you've got like your favorite drink they've already researched you know you've got your favorite drink in the back of the back of the limo and they know you surf so they've got surfboards on the roof and stuff and they know that you stop at the favorite break on the way home and go surfing and you know the, the story goes on it looks like sounds like you know your itinerary when you came to Byron. <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah exactly you know so um but so what yeah yeah what what is your 11 star cafe experience it's interesting because when you brought this up before i had um i mentioned that when i was opening up shift there was actually i had just heard the same podcast so we were actually trying to trying to match that experience with um with what he was saying at shift um so we explored it a little bit and then obviously as you do when you're opening up a place you get distracted but um but for me it's just and i always push the guys and they probably hate me for this but there's got to be there's got to be a certain love hate yeah exactly there's got to be a certain atmosphere and at shift our atmosphere is like upbeat and lively so the music's always got to be fun and you've got to walk in there it's can't, it can't be like it can't be like I don't know reg- reggae or just chill music and like we were just saying it needs to be upbeat and fun and, and modern um, so when you walk in there's obviously there's going to be music that you love so you walk in and you feel like you're you're at a place that you want to be at already. Um, then you then you walk for us we've got a ramp which is awesome <laughs> so you walk down the ramp and you're confronted with these fridges and for me that's part of the experience for shift because it's more of a resource than just a cafe so I implemented that so that way people can be can come in and be like all right cool where am I what am I doing and for us it's about making the shift so this is the beginning of their journey um, they come in and they are confronted with fridges or they have the chance at looking at fridges um, with different items to, to help them go vegan. They're like, oh, okay, cool. So then it starts the mental, the mental process of that. And for me, that's exactly what I would want if I was thinking of going vegan or, or changing my diet or changing my, my habits. So that's there for them. And then once you come in, obviously, um, you'd like to be... Oh, you've got to be greeted properly first time, always. Um, and obviously, if they remember your name from last time, if you've been there, if not, then obviously find out your name so that way they can greet you at a personal level after that. Um, and then when you're seated, obviously your coffee will be ready because that's important for me. My coffee's got to be ready when I get there, and my staff always know. Just give them the look, and then your coffee's ready. Um, you sit down, and then I don't know. I'm torn between having two options for people, like their two favourite meals, um, which changes as they have one, then it goes to another one for them to choose between two, or to choose between the one, or just to give them the one that they get, like without even having that option. Because sometimes decision fatigue takes a toll in our days, and we don't enjoy it as much as we as much as we can. Um, and then once once I'm seated, you get your meal, it pops out, you you eat your meal. Obviously, everything, everything's beautiful and everything's delicious. You probably strike up a conversation with a stranger next to you, so you've got to make sure that that person next to them is always lively and willing to talk. Um, and then you leave, and then someone pays your bill. <laughs> uh, I love, I love that um, removing the decision fatigue from the meal. Like that's awesome. Like if I, I were the best meals that I've ever had have been walking into like I can remember walking back when uh, Elvis and Bed had what was that place cross road for you guys used to be called it used to be called like Bodega. Oh, there, it's still there. Still yep. there. Still there. But back in the day when it opened, yep. walk in and go feed me. Yep. Yeah. And, and like 600 bucks later. <laughs> Someone pays the bill. But you know, okay. like, like, all these bottles of wine, <clears throat> and all this amazing food. and That's the best experience because yep. it's like, well, just feed me. Yeah. yeah. Just trust us. Yeah. 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 Isn't that probably yeah. the only good thing about going to eat at a non-vegan place where they have the one vegan option? It's like, cool. 
that's what I'm getting then. <laughs> yes. 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 Yeah, that, yeah. That, that was my point before about you walk into some places and the choices are avocado toast because yeah. that's the only choice. Don't put any oil or salt on it. Mm-hmm. Or it's one meal that you've got to then remove some items yeah. to mm. make it vegan. No egg, no feta. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, yeah. whereas instead of it should be, you know, and, and, yeah. and if, if cafe owners listen to this, like build it the other way around because your profits will be far greater if you can add stuff. So if you can make a vegan meal, look and taste good that is very approachable, then you add the meat and the cheese if you want to do it that way and the eggs and all the other things afterwards. That's a far better way to structure your costings yep. than, Agreed, yep. than yeah. the reverse. Mm-hmm. And then it removes the barriers. Yeah. And then people that are vegan or they don't, they're allergic to dairy or allergic to eggs and they need to remove that and they don't get a discount for that, they don't feel ripped off yeah. and that's yeah. important as well. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 but the best, the best places substitute, you know, already like, you know. Yeah, only, yeah, the, only that, the best that, that, places though, yeah. Yeah, totally. Like you, you walk in everywhere. I'll have that, but no eggs. A vegan place. Yeah. Cool, we'll put some avocado on that for you. Yeah, we had yeah. that today twice. We went to two yeah. places. It's like, oh, you can have this. Just take off the eggs. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure that egg is a big part of your costing. So. Yeah, yeah. Avocado or a piece of pumpkin yeah. or something. Anything. Yeah. Mm. smack on the face (laughs) (laughs) we were at a great place last weekend weren't we Mike uh, they they, they did exactly that first time in ages I've walked into a cafe and it's like I think I can eat almost everything on this menu Mm. straight up straight up up in Hobart yeah it was uh, straight up oh straight up yeah Yeah. you know vegetarian cafe serving eggs and dairy and um, eggs and dairy were options yeah, right. Option, yeah. Options to add on. Mm. And, uh, it just that makes was, so much sense That was too, a right? great feeling. So and they were busy. Yeah. Like, they were, they were full. Yeah. But, but you had to wait know, for a table. You, you, you could order a complete meal without the eggs. That'd be so cool. Yeah. Why yeah. Marvel Street? Why Marvel Street? Um, so, like, as you mentioned before, I worked at Bread and Circus for about six months before that. Yeah. And, um, and you had Eli on yeah. back then? So he was on the bar with me. And um, I guess that, that he's probably the reason because he broke it down for me. He explained Marvel Street to me and it was just in brief, like it was just while we weren't busy, like and then explaining what what was what, why everything was the way it is. And it was like, yeah, cool, it, like it really touched me because I'd only worked with like bigger companies that was more about just mass coffee rather than specialized. Yeah. Thanks, and then Yeah, exactly. He listens. Um, and then after that, I went, oh, yeah, obviously on another little tour. So I worked with a few different different things and then... When I came back to it, I'm like, all right, cool. Now I can actually do what I do. If I'm going to be that stubborn about it being vegan, I'm going to do everything the way I want to do it. Um, and then, yeah, so then I gave you a call and that probably cemented it and that was about it. Cool. cool. That one and a half hour conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Wearing a hole in the backyard. So, so quick. <laughs> well, thanks for choosing yeah, us it because it's, it's awesome to have you on board. Yeah. And I, it's funny because like, you know, I think I, I remember saying to you before, like the, the learning was quite steep at the beginning, you know? Yep. And you obviously had a lot of challenges, that being no milk and or no dairy, sorry, mm-hmm. and how, to, how are we going to make the coffee taste right? And it's funny because the coffee just tastes amazing yep. exactly where it does with milk. Yep, just exactly, the, yeah. Same brew guide, same everything, right? Mm-hmm. Which is quite interesting. You know, there's no, there's nothing special going on. It's just make music, make beautiful espresso and then add milk to it. Mm. Yeah, that's how it yeah, uh, yeah. should um, be. Yeah, done. Yeah. So thanks. For and then, yeah, I just oh, we'll mention as well the support that you guys gave. Like at the beginning, I remember we had problems with our um, our water yeah. in Surrey Hills because it's so deliciously fresh <laughs> from the mountain. Um, so <laughs> original, originally at the mountain, from the mountain, yeah, at some time once, <laughs> and then through the sewers. But Th- yeah, thirteen we, cycles ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so we had we then you then we'll 
talking about in putting RO in and it was yeah it was exp- it's expensive obviously and once you had finished oh, we were almost finished the cafe then and it was like all right cool this other big expense and you guys supported us through that which helped us obviously get going and that that definitely helps the coffee it helps the machine and just helps everything so that's quite that funny awesome, yeah, thanks. you know no worries I, mm. I, don't, I don't remember the conversation because mm. th- that just brought it back <laughs> i thought you were joking no no i do, I do remember <laughs> it now but um uh you know your commitment from the beginning was just Okay, and it took a long time from the time you said, let's do it, to we're doing it. Yep. Yeah, exactly, it did. And, and, and yeah. no, at no time did I feel like you were wavering. So, mm. you know, thanks for your confidence. Yeah, it did take. Th- thanks, for, yeah, thanks for supporting it. They might need a service soon. Yeah. <laughs> what's, what's been your favourite Marvel Street coffee so far? Uh, what we were talking about before. So the, the Core 8, but it was, I think, the, I don't remember, the second or third rendition that we had. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was just fucking perfect and then i've got a certain tasting in it which is like totally wrong for specialty and hilarious but when it tastes like macca's orange juice and it reminds you of that experience when you were a kid juicy and sweet yeah tangy, that, tangy. that sounds like and that's the thing to me and that's when and that's when you but it's just it happens with a lot of coffees and i don't think it's just the taste yeah. i think it's the experience and when you drink an espresso i always drink a double espresso so when you drink a double and it just goes down like juice like that easily I think it's just the whole experience of when you're a kid and like this juice tastes so good yeah. and then it's just the balance of the sweetness and the acidity. Yeah. It's just everything was right yeah. and when I get a specialty coffee tastes like that then I we've know got to make it's, you a, it's right. We've got to but make that's just mine and no one can copyright that. <laughs> we've got to make you an espresso out of the decent because yes. it does that. Yes, we do. Yeah, yeah there you go. And, that's, and then you know, you just know that experience and as we know, coffee is not just about the beverage, it's about the experience and I think when it it's, takes you back like that, I think that's when it's really important yeah, and special. I'm going to ask one question that's not on the board. That is, what a bit of advice you would give to a person opening a cafe tomorrow? Yeah, so I think we've, we've touched on it earlier. I think just figure out what you believe in and why you're opening up the cafe and stick to it. And then just, there's a, there's a quote by Peter Brock that I don't think many people know, but it's... The 05? Yeah, Peter Brock 05, the, the race car driver. Um, he says, bite off more than you can chew and then chew like hell. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I feel like we did with Shift. Um, that's what I feel like you guys do as well and you just keep going you just keep fucking working at it yeah. um, and keep success smash, will keep come keep smashing it yeah just keep just keep going like whatever yeah. it takes do it because if you're that's that passionate advice. about it yeah, if you're that passionate about that's it good. you will make it work just a matter of time um, so make and, sure make sure you know exactly why and success really isn't like measured by the dollar right you know like, no it's not there's um when you get there there's a new um, or oh, not new so there's a, a new um thing to me that i've just been learning it's called ikigai from it's a japanese man i don't know japanese system where you put together what you're what you're passionate about what you're good at what you can make money for and what the world needs and once you put those four together you reach your ikigai and the translation which doesn't translate to english english is pretty much english english yeah is um (laughs) is pretty much just what what gets you out of bed so yeah, so if you can find those four and find the center where they all meet, like a like a yeah. Venn diagram, yeah. If you can find like, that, like that's four, when like, it's almost like four pillars. Yeah, and if you can find that, you're sweet, and that's what a that's yeah, that's man. my best advice. Yeah, yeah cool. Yeah, follow your heart. Mm-hmm. All right. Why vegan? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So when when I um sold, like I said, sold the last place, I was um looking at how I could be better, and I had um a few health problems. So I had high uric acid and I had high cholesterol. Um, so I was asking a lot of questions and trying to figure this shit out and you go to a doctor and the doctor tried to put me on a statin and I'm just like no I'm pretty sure I've heard this is shit and they'll fuck you up for the rest of your life 
It's so, that, is um, that the drug? Yeah, statins are a cholesterol lowering drug. They give you a, a lot of side effects, a lot of mental problems, and it's just not good. So well, we've got I'm enough like, of those. Right, cool. So yeah, because exactly. we're vegan. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How can I lower it without without taking drugs? And um, I got a, I found a raw book, so I went raw for a little bit, and then I'm like, well, you can have seafood raw. So what's seafood? Is there anything bad in seafood? And I looked into all the toxins and the rubbish and the waste that we put into our water. That's going into our fish and i'm just like all right cool is there a way of not having any of this Judo stuff hub. and then yeah pardon Judo hub is one of the pillars of is, is like so yeah eight things that don't harm you exactly and then at the same time i was doing a bit of self-betterment and i'm like all right i read a quote that said peace begins on your plate like how can you be at peace with yourself or or, or nature if you have to kill something to be on your plate and all this at once just made sense and it was just like overnight i just went i just went vegan and it was just very easy for me and I hope it's that easy for everyone else because it's a super, super valuable thing to do. And so did you, did you have noticeable health benefits like within days, weeks, months? Yeah, well, or? cholesterol, about three months later, I went and checked it and the doctor, the doctor was surprised and she said, what, do you, what have you done? And I said, oh, well, I'm only eating plants. <laughs> I love hearing that. And they're like, whatever you're doing, just keep like, doing it. Like there's no, seriously. I'm not going to argue with the numbers because they're right there Isn't and it funny? they just dropped straight away. Isn't it funny when they, when they give you that, like, that script for the drugs? They could just give you another bit of paper that says with a drug of a <laughs> with a cauliflower and a fucking yeah, broccoli yeah. on it. You know that? Some or you can have this. Yeah. <laughs> have some linseeds or something. Yeah, that's, that's it. And that's I've that's what that, we've trying to change. Yeah. I've heard that so many times where the doctors just like, oh, so what? Like last time you came here, you said no to the drugs. But what did you do? Like, <laughs> yeah, so, and you will. You'll keep hearing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so seeing another doctor. Joy? Joy, that's, um, that's similar. That's similar experience to what I had. But <clears throat> I'm going to share this podcast with my mother-in-law, who's recently gone on statins. Oh wow, um, yeah. Joy, you need to rewind this about a minute and listen <laughs> yeah. five times because yeah. because that's Lid, really important. Lid, what we just heard James Lid had really good accept, uh, success with reishi, like powdered reishi. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Like really good. Yep, lowering and cholesterol and blood pressure and blood pressure. Right, yeah, like, just just like, oats with um even because she's, ve- yeah. she's vegan. Yep, uh, Linda's vegan as well, but um, she's got. High blood pressure, and yep. it's one of those things like we're going to go to parent. Oh, yeah, parent it's, again. it's one of those things you want to get control of yep. before you go, you know, go go and have another kid, and um, you know the ratios definitely help. You're not going to yeah. you're not going to cure it's the only additive to our regular diet, and yeah. of course lots of beets. I, I love the ratio. Yeah, the ratio is great. Yeah, pizza, yeah. pizza greens, linseeds. Cool, man. Good to hear you're healthy. You look yeah, healthy. Thanks. You look yeah. tired. But I'm that, tired. But that, yeah. that's self-inflicted. It's been a big week. That, that's self-inflicted, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> thanks, Luke. Coffee menu. <laughs> hey, thanks for, thanks for listening. We'll go straight to the coffee menu, I think, and keep us under an hour. Oh. Yeah, cool. Espresso. Go, take it away. Uh, I, I, oh, did, I was going to say, I take it. Updated it. Yet. Oh, it's not updated. Oh, yeah, it is. Is it? That's yeah, that, that looks pretty good. That looks good. James, do you want to do the espresso menu, James? Read it forwards or backwards? Either, either way. You could read it from the middle up and come back to the bottom. Either way you want. So we've got Santa Isabella from Guatemala. Am I just reading them through? Sure, man. Cool. If, you, if, you've, tasted, if you've tasted any, you can comment on them. I can't, I can't remember if I've tasted any. You probably the taste Har- that Har- yeah, for sure. And then Luis Catura. And then we've got Andino as well from Colombia. Cool. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Uh, uh, filter. Yeah, filter. This week, I think there's two up there that are, have now departed. Um, yeah. So we've got uh, Arika from Ethiopia. Uh, it's our Yogi Chef coffee, um, what we're drinking right now. We got Harawachu and Ethiopia, and we'll probably move San Isabel over to the filter menu this week. To both, yeah. Filter and espresso. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, blends this week. Uh, 
Thunderbird is, uh, as of today's racing, Gabe's racing session, Thunderbird is um, <clears throat> 80% San Ignacio Peru and 20% um, uh, Nicaraguan coffee from La Trampa. It's a double A. Double A, yeah. yeah. Thunderbird's rocket. Rocking. So is Daily Grind, which is 85% La Roca, Nicaragua, and 15% San Fermin, Colombia. Um, it's tasty, really. Good. Yeah, a lot cleaner. Um, I think people have noticed yeah. the, the, that we've been on Colombia since Jan- January, I think. So, so it's a, a just a flavor profile shift. Um, so it's La Roca, Nicaragua, right? Mm, yeah. yeah. I, heard, I heard a couple of comments that it might have been grassy or a bit fresh or... Yeah, and, 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 and it's just any adjustments there. Of, just push a bit harder. Yeah, just fine it up. Tobias at uh, Kabuki had the same thing. He just said, like he didn't have a, any issues with it. He said, oh, I've just noticed I had to push it a little bit harder, yeah, a bit finer. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll work at making sure we communicate that through to you guys. But you know, we pull a shot here and it tastes good. And maybe we have to adjust the grind just a touch. But you know, hopefully everyone out there that's a barista knows they can just tightly grind a little bit. Mm. Make yeah, it, I think we're, we're, talking, we're talking like <laughs> we're talking like two seconds brute time. Yeah, sort of thing, still so. with the guy, just pushing. Oh yeah, up. yeah. Cool, awesome, cool, Sweet. great, great, great to have you guys here. Thank you so much for visiting. No worries. Yeah, we've got a plane awesome. to catch. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No worries. Um, we'll see you in Sydney. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank, thanks wait. for bacon egg rolls. Everyone, Ooh, go to yeah, shoot. I can't wait for. <laughs> Everyone get a shift. You know, you know what's going to happen next week when we release this podcast? You're going to have a queue down the street, around the corner, all the way to Redford. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? What's that queue? Like, they're, all, they're all going to that plant-based restaurant. Mm-hmm. It was Seems on like, the Marvel Street stop, podcast. Stop milking the cows. Stop yeah. milking the cows. <laughs> milk, milk almonds, not cows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that just reminded me of that cab driver we had in Sydney last time we were there. Remember, we were talking, we were in the, sitting in the back, we were just about to get out of the airport. He hadn't oh, said a word yes. the whole time. Yes. We were talking about almond milk for some reason, and the only thing he said was, like, You show me the tits on the almond milk, <laughs> <laughs> and, I'll, and I'll drink it. Yeah. <laughs> I just think he wanted to see tits. <laughs> no doubt. Oh, yeah. That was crazy. Grime wisely. Cup, honestly. Brew with confidence. Marvel Street Coffee. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thanks, Christine. See you later.